Hello Cancer friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Cancer May 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to my AnnieHelpsYou.com site. That is the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month, including written horoscopes for each sign in addition to these videos. So you can see all of that there. If by the end of this report you forgot that address, then if you're a YouTube viewer, click on the little more button with the arrow underneath the video to reveal the notes and you can see the links there. And if you are listening on my syndicated podcast, Astro Kisses, then you can look at the notes under the podcast. I am celebrating 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. So I'm thanking you for your support. Obviously I couldn't do it without you. And you all give me a reason to share my passion and I am so grateful for that. So thank you for letting me show up for you for this past decade. And um, I'm very excited to continue bringing you information that you tell me helps you. So I'm really excited. So this is for you if Cancer is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Cancer placement that you have, this is part of your astrological picture. Also, if you're a very late degree Cancer placement, so around July 15th through the rest of the sign or 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, then I definitely highly recommend you additionally watch my Leo reports or listen to my Leo reports because you very late degree friends will benefit from both. There will be pieces in each of those for you. So what's going on in May? I'm going to give you a little summary and then we'll drill down deep into these pieces. One summary piece that's a big must know and we are very happy about is that we have, again, almost double the sweet aspects compared to the salty aspects. And by the way, if you want a complete list of all the sweet and salty aspects, you can also find that by going through AnnieHelpsYou.com, signing up for the newsletter and getting the report, which is the report I send out at the end of each month that is for the, per the next month to come, like kind of two months ahead almost, um, then you will find that information there. And that's how you get um, a list of all of the um, sweet and salty um, aspects, what they can do, you know, what can happen from them, etc. But suffice to say for this report, we have almost double again. And this also happened in April. So it's very exciting that we're having a double dose of this because it's really not common in the stars that that seems to happen and it is happening now. Now it's not everything, but it is something and it is definitely part of our astrological picture that we'll feel it because when there are sweet connections, that's a sweet boost of possibilities. And when it's a salty connection, it's a, eh, a little like, eh. so we definitely wanna have more yay than, eh, right? Okay, so we've got that going on. We also have major life changes coming from the lunar eclipse at 25 degrees of Scorpio on May 16th. You can feel those changes even now in the middle of March when I'm recording this and they can go echo out even after that time. So big changes ahead. Fortunately for Cancer, this eclipse cycle of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle that started at the end of June or uh, the end of 2021 and is going through the middle of 2023 is a friendly eclipse cycle for cancer placements. Can't speak to other placements you might have in your chart, but I can say that any cancer placements are going to make nice angles with these eclipses, the one in April and the one in May, and for this whole eclipse cycle for those whole couple of years that this is happening. So you will have a trine, the most favorable aspect in all of astrology with this eclipse cycle, which increases the odds that something super positive can come to you from this. And we'll go into details of what those could be, but just to let you know that that is positive and that is happening and it could be life-changing. 
Next big must know is that the ties are turning back in. If you followed my work for a while, you know that I very, um, I'm very focused on helping you understand the personal planets, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. And actually I wrote a book that includes a lot of information about this called Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. It's a beautiful 350 page hardcover book. That's a reference book that you can use to go back time and time again um, and can really help you master working with these transits. But we talk a lot about them in the horoscopes or I talk about, about them in the horoscopes to help you understand the difference between when the tides are going in and when the tides are going out. So in March and April, the tides were going out. It's time for your big launches, your big decisions, clarity, making plans, making agreements, your big purchases. And now as we're slipping back into the retrograde, it's the time to be the spider and let things come to you rather than going out and trying to force things to happen or conjuring things or just kind of imagine and ask yourself the question, is what I'm about to do something that if it were a message in a bottle, I'd want the tide taking it out to go out as far as possible? And if the answer is yes, May and the first half of June might not be your best time to do it. If the answer is, I don't care if it comes back to me, that's cool, I'll throw it out again or I'll you know, keep it or whatever, then it's fine. You know, Experimental things, short-term things, things that have low stakes, um, things that you're intending to be short-term, things that are from the past and you're just kind of wrapping them up, all those things are beautiful and very well indicated for this time. But it's just important to differentiate because if you want the big launch and the tidal push, you're gonna have to do it in March or April or you're gonna have to do it the second half of June, all of July and August through around the 21st. That is the next and last big open period where we'll have more clarity. Now, if you have to make plans, important plans, it will be much easier to make the plans in March and April for March and April, or make the plans in March and April for the second half of June, July, and the you know first three weeks of August. I'm avoiding, and I suggest you avoid, making any important plans if you can help it sometimes life happens it's out of our you know it's coming to you you can't do anything about it so don't worry about it but if you're the one making the plans you're the one activating it or trying to put it in process and you can help it just schedule may in the first half of june light schedule in pencil and let everybody know who you make plans with that these are tentative and it might change because you will see piece by piece anything that you try to put in process there is either not going to happen is going to be called in, into question and wind up happening after kind of being stressed and wondering or is um, going to change forms or timing okay so i love retrogrades for just hanging out scheduling light, leaving room for um, last minute magic, because it does come up and you'll see this if you track them, the lighter you schedule yourself, the more when someone says, hey, you wanna do this random thing? And you can say, yes, I don't have anything in my schedule. I can do that. And a lot of really great fun um, social things, little trips, you know, things that go on can happen when, um, when you leave it that way. If your plan is flexible, like you're like, eh, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't, that's a perfect type of plan to have in this month. It's a great time to go over unfinished business. It's a great time to reevaluate things, to ask questions about things. It's a great time for inner work, but specifically for cancer, this is especially potent because of where Mercury is going to retrograde for you. So you're going to have the energy of retrograde in the 12th and 11th houses. The 12th house is your house of your unconscious mind. So any patterns or excessive thoughts or thought loops or stinking thinking, ways of looking at things, perspectives that are not serving you anymore, 
it's time to evaluate them and do work to let them go. Also under the strong sort of um, microscope at this time is going to be your friendships and your social circles and your relationship with social media. So you might wanna take a social media break. Now, I don't necessarily recommend that you delete out your account in May or the first half of June because anything this deletion, like a permanent thing, again, you might say, oh man, I wish I had that intact, but you can certainly sign off and just kind of take a break and then you can reevaluate. And then if you're gonna make the big decision to do the deletion, the times to do that would be better when the energies are not so much questionable. Things that you encounter at this time might be a little bit shakier and not have all the information. And this is especially true because the eclipses are coming. Eclipses bring non-negotiable um, situations and you will be able to see like, this is coming, this is what's gonna happen, you can't do anything about it. Okay, well, I guess I'll just, that's what's happening, right? But the retrograde can add in things where you're confused. If you're not sure, then try to avoid making a decision. Or if you have to make a decision, make a bridge agreement, I like to call them. It bridges you from the retrograde time to the more secure time, something temporary, something flexible. That's gonna be your key right now. Okay, so um, your friendships are in under the microscope. Are your friendships serving you? Are your social circles serving you? Are there people or groups that you connected with in the past that you're sort of missing and you're like, oh, you know what? I kind of, they're, they're going to help me now or you know, you're reevaluating them. And a lot of that is going to come up. And it also can happen that an acquaintance or a friend can help you in a big way. This is a very big networking transit. It's a really great time to go to networking things that you've gone to before, like events that always you know, happen, they're cyclical, where you know you're going to see people before or that you've seen before, those kind of things. And if a friend wants to introduce you to someone and says, hey, this person can help you, especially if they've been nagging you, saying, okay, and it's not the first time you're hearing it, again, just kind of think about things from the past. Are there things coming up from the past that is very well supported at this time? Okay, so the Pisces planets are still happening. We still have a little bit more of Venus and Pisces. We've got Mars and Pisces. We've got little drips through, um, the 11th of May of Jupiter and Pisces. And this has been a beautiful cycle for you all. And many of you, and some of you that I know personally, some of my besties who've got, who has have these placements, have had some life dreams be fulfilled in the time when Jupiter was in Pisces. Because Jupiter, the great expander, the great benefic, the great protector, was coming through and making a trine with your cancer placements, the most beautiful aspect in all of astrology. So you've had these personal planets, the ones closer to us, and this great benefic, the great gas giant Jupiter, making these aspects. And that cycle is about to be complete. However, for those of you who are in the very end of the sign, like one of my besties, you know who you are on July 22nd, um, or those days like right at the end of Cancer there, you are going to have one more set of kisses from Jupiter at the end of this year because we're going to blaze into Aries. Um, Jupiter's gonna blaze into Aries as of May 11th, but towards the end of the year when it retrogrades, it is going to dip back into those last couple of degrees of Pisces, which is going to make a trine with those last couple of degrees of Cancer. Okay, so I just wanted to mention for you all in that, in that spectrum. Okay, so what else do we want to talk about here? Okay, so as the planets move into Aries, they make a square with your placement, okay? And this is a pressure point. 
you don't have to fear pressure points. Pressure points create action. And remember that Aries energy is fire and you being water, it lights a fire under your water, which can be super productive. So it's going to force you to do some things you don't feel like doing, but you will very likely feel good from having done them. And you just got to, you know, pull up your bootstraps and just get them done. Um, and a lot of that's going to have to do with your work, your career. You might have to make a decision. Again, if it's a big decision, you might want to try to do that in March, April, or at the end of June, into July, August. Um, but you might certainly be evaluating the decision make decision-making process, like what are all the facets, writing your pros and cons list. Um, in this May June timeframe, and it's really good for that. You know, is just kind of researching, figuring, calculating, trying to strategize, knowing that what you're, some of the things you're thinking, you know, you might not act on them or they might not be relevant, but it's definitely a time to ask the questions, and the questions are going to be coming up about your work, your career, your employment, your direction, your place in the world. For those of you who don't need to make money, kind of like, what are you doing? What are you bringing? What are you, you know, what projects are you going to do? What offerings are you going to have just as passion projects that don't need to be linked with money if, if that's not relevant for you? Also, you might have some things you have to deal with with your dad or a father figure, gender not relevant. Um, and that will definitely be coming up. Issue with a boss, issue with you know authority figures, those kind of things might be coming up pretty strongly. Now, let's see what else. Um, all right, let's talk about the eclipse. So the lunar eclipse at 25 degrees of Scorpio on May 16th is going to bring a lot of changes to your deep financial agreements, your deep intimate relationships, your deep partnerships. And remember that this is in a trine, the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. Um, but do know there are going to be some endings and some ending, like closing out of chapters in your relationship space. This could mean you pay off your taxes and you end that relationship with the government of owing that tax, or you pay off some debt, or you pay off a loan, or you refinance, or you know something happens where something is closing out in the financial sector. And so I suggest that you watch, if you are in YouTube, search for Annie Botticelli Eclipses in Scorpio. You can also go to my homepage on YouTube and search, just go down to the bottom for the Eclipse playlist and all the things I'm about to list for you that's relevant. So I wanna give you a really solid foundation in what potentials might come from this eclipse cycle. Now in April, I talk about the Taurus eclipse that's on, in my April reports, I talk about the Taurus eclipse that's in April 30th. So we go through the layers and what resources you can go to to really understand that one. And now we're going to do the May one, okay? So look for eclipses in Scorpio. You also wanna look for eclipses in Leo. Annie Botticelli eclipses in Leo or the fifth house, because that is from the whole house perspective where this is going to be. Changes to your romantic relationship, things involving children, closing out of chapters, you know, in, in uh, uh, milestones for kids, um, anything having to do with creative projects. Something big is happening in your creative baby, whether they're human babies or creative babies, that sector or something notable with your romantic experience. This could also be the ending of a, of a negative pattern in your romantic um, life, or it could be someone else coming back in that you had been in a romantic relationship before and you kind of reevaluating and coming to a conclusion about whether you're going to move forward or leave them in the past. Okay, so that's definitely happening. I additionally suggest that for those of you who are 
July-born cancers, or 11 degrees to the rest of the sign, also look for my eclipses in cancer or fourth house video. So search for any Botticelli eclipses in cancer. If you search on YouTube rather than in Google, you're more likely to find that, um, that directly. Because from the Placidus house or um, chart perspective, those of you you know who are not the um, June born or the zero to not ten, nine or ten degrees, you're more likely going to have those effects in the fourth house. Now you're still going to have the potentials in the fifth house, so still watch the Leo one. You're still going to have those potentials with Scorpio because that's the sign. But we have to add to your profile changes in home, um, real estate, housing, roommates. You know family, some kind of closing out in that sector, and you can watch um, that video to go deeper into that. But again, overall, super positive. Now this is going to be, have a chance to be very positive for all cancer placements, but those of you who are near 25 degrees, so we'll say 20 degrees to the rest of the sign, so that's going to be like July 10th through the rest of the sign, and the closer to July 15th you are, the more you'll get a direct kiss from this um, eclipse. Okay, so two things we're going to talk about, two Jupiter aspects that are very rare and possibly can bring once in a lifetime effects. And then we'll talk more about what Jupiter in Aries is going to bring for you and um, where that's going to happen. Okay, and the time frame that that will happen. So Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is still in effect. Even though the, the strongest part of that was April 8th through 12th, we still have some lingering effects here. And we really wanna drill into these good aspects because we've been getting shellacked with very difficult aspects. We're still in a Saturn-Uranus square, which we're seeing a lot of strife in the world that's coming from that. And so anytime we have something that could be positive, and this is a conjunction, so it's neutral, it could go either way, but there are a lot of profound positive potential effects. Look for Annie Botticelli, Jupiter, Neptune conjunction to see all of the possible effects because I have a very detailed video about that. But for our purposes here, I wanna remind you that it's at 23 degrees. So those of you with 23 degree cancer placements are more likely to get a kiss. If you're not in this late degree spectrum and you feel like you're being neglected in this video, it is not true. Everything I've talked about in this video is true for you all. There are just certain of you, which happens to be some of the later degree people, are having some um, extra intensity at this time, okay? So if you are between eight and 18 degrees, so July 8th through 18th, um, the closer to the 13th, the more you're going to be feeling um, beautiful kisses from this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, okay? And the last time that happened in Pisces was in 1856, so it's a pretty rare one. You might wanna watch the video to understand these implications because they are big. Next big must know is that now from April through June with the strongest part May 1st through 5th, we have Jupiter sextile Pluto. And this is another fabulous aspect. Remember, these are outer planets. That's why I'm making such a big deal out of them. The inner planets are ones that move pretty quickly and their effects are, you know, tend to be shorter term. But the outer planets, when those come together, they're together for a while. They don't just breeze through and the effects from them could be much longer term as well. So Jupiter and Pluto is happening at 28 degrees. So those of you, again, you know, my buddy with the July 22nd birthday, those of you with the dates around there, you're going to get the biggest kiss from this Jupiter-Pluto sextile. And anyone will say, we'll drill it back to 23 degrees. So that's going to be like July 13 through the rest of the sign. Um, and the closer to July 18th, 
22nd, you know, those kind of the end of the sign, the more you're going to get that kiss. But definitely watch the video so you can see the implications of what that can bring. Now, Jupiter and Aries is going to put pressure on you for a year to make some things happen in your 10th house. We've talked a little bit about some of this when we talked about the personal planets in Aries, but now we're going to drill down into what Jupiter in this placement can bring and what kind of magic this can bring for you. And even though we are going to dip back into Pisces at the end of the year, it's never going to get far enough away from Aries to lose its influence. So from May of 2022 through May of 2023, you will have the following potentials with Jupiter moving through your 10th house. Okay, so when we're looking at Jupiter moving through the Capricorn, the sign of Capricorn, or the 10th house, we're going to take all the Jupiter rules and key points and add them to the energies of the 10th house, Capricorn, Saturn, and that any of those combinations with our big plus sign here are going to be potential manifestations of a Jupiter transit in that location or sign. Okay, so your work and career and life purpose are going to get a major boost now because Jupiter wants that. So the energies of luck and recognition and growth and opportunities are going to be present in your work, career, business arena. This can come in the form of raises, promotions, an expanded audience, or an acknowledgement for your work, a new and better job, a new and better position within the same company, fulfillment of major career goals, a feeling of fulfillment within your work, anything like that. Now, if you are a person who is not in the workforce or doesn't need to earn money, life purpose can come into the forefront. And even if you are in the job market, the topic of life purpose, like what are you here to do? What is your interface with the world from sharing the perspective of sharing your gifts? There's an increased chance that you will feel on track and feel like you're doing what you mean to do, like what you were meant to do. Um, remember that Jupiter often has an additive effect. So a lot of times the work or business or life purpose or whatever topics that come up here are going to be in addition to what you're already doing. A little side job, starting a business on the side of your stable work. You know, maybe you already have pans in the fire, but you add something else that feels really fulfilling for you. Anything like that. Now, the energy of broadening or going wide, you could have a change in perspective as far as it relates to your work. Usually, the answer when Jupiter's involved is not going to be either or, it's going to be and. All right, so doing both or doing several, if you have to make a choice. You know, I have a massive amount of planets in Sagittarius, and if I have to make a choice and it's appropriate and feels right to make an and choice, I will do that before an either or any day. And that is the embodiment of what you want to do. So this is a big deal. All right. So the chance that you're standing within the public realms is increased is also um, increased. <laughs> and so the chance that, you know, that whatever favor you have or acknowledgement you have, either through marriage or through the job change or through recognition, can be a time where you get more clout or people start to recognize what you're doing. This can also be a time of optimism in the workplace or optimism as it relates to your job or your work or your path. The 
increase in your capacity to manage things, keeping your balls up in the air, is also increased. Discipline, responsibility, structure, talked about your place out in the world, you as your own authority figure, your relationships with authority figures could drastically improve. Of course, remember, astrological transits can show up as weak links. So if you have a weak link in one of these areas, it could come up as a problem before it comes up as a solution. But Jupiter always wants to look for those solutions. Okay, so it would only be coming up in order to find the solution. So your strategies could be amplified and protected and diversified for that matter. Okay, so any chance you can diversify in this area of life, it's going to work out better. Now there's also this energy of father, father figure, or a mother who plays the role of a father, or you know, gender, the, in, within the gender spectrum, anyone who resonates with this type of energy for you, or you as one of these people. This energy is also very pronounced at this time. Topics of freedom, expansion, planting seeds, and going big are all things that you want to apply and remembering the profound effects of your perspective. You definitely can change your mind about something on this list and it can definitely change your life. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45 minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28 day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.